blowing smoke In the room I trapped myself in so long ago Will the blinds remain forever closed? Will it change? I hope so Cause I have spent the past four years Trying to find some peace of mind And I think I might have found it this time Take two. Hey We're everyone. Back. We're back. <laughs> We're just going to do the whole thing over. Anthony, with interviews with everyday people, um, f- people are probably not being able to hear this now because we probably invited everybody and they left thinking, well, that was a bust. Um, but we are back. Um, for some reason, the audio wasn't going through Streamlabs, which is exciting, which I'm glad I caught three minutes in yeah. and not 35 minutes in. I looked Honestly. over, I'm like, I don't see the bar moving. Um, so, yeah, if you guys like what you see, hit that subscribe button on Twitch. Um, if you are watching the replay on Facebook or YouTube, head over to Twitch and help me get some subscribers. Um, I will be game streaming tonight as well. I'm going to be playing some games. What are we playing? I don't know yet. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, but I'm getting real sick of it. Mm. Yeah, I'll get. we'll get into that in a minute. I'm sure that this this is not so much an interview, just a conversation. Um, I'll say for the new viewers, it says interviews everyday people. But when I started doing this, I just fucked up in the name because I'm not. I can't interview an everyday person. I mean, I can, but I'm not researching them. I think that's what people think when they're like, mm. "Can I come on your show?" And they think I'm going to go research them. Or what like if we do backstory? like a like a yeah. gotcha version where we dig up a bunch of dirt on somebody? Yeah, like <laughs> I heard you shit your pants in the third it. grade. <laughs> we could do that. Heard That'd you piss your pants. Don't do it to me. It was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your Randy pissed in pants in the third grade. <laughs> Yeah, we won't be doing that. Um, <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, hit that subscribe button. Uh, we do have merch uh, below. If you go over to the merch pages, everything's down there. You can buy a T-shirt or all that fun stuff. Um, Someone saying hi to us. Hey. Howdy. What's going on? What uh, up? Yeeza? Yeez? Yeez? Yeez 06. Um, all right. I like it. I like that name. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like I said, everything's in the links below. Uh, if you're watching now or on the Facebook, on the Facebook, um, I will actually you're have 86 years old right now. <laughs> um, all of our social media links are going to be below us here. We're going to do that fun finger thing again. It was cool last time. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. If you guys want to give your guys give yourself a little introduction here, we'll try that a whole process again. All right, I'll go first <laughs> again. again. All right. Um, my name's David Lorenzo, and uh, I'm actually from D Lorenzo Photo. Um, I got stickers made of my uh, my face. Decapitated head. Yeah, they're actually really awesome. The guy who did these for me, his name is Larry uh, Larry Graphics. Um, I found him on Instagram. He like uh, he sh- he commented on one of my photos and he's like, "Yo, you want a logo or like a face picture?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> so he made it for me and uh, is really good. He'll do your face and. Uh, basically like a real portrait character kind of thing that's awesome yeah and it wasn't that much money so you can you can go check all that out oh on on your on his social medias just uh d lorenzo over on instagram and twitter facebook the whole nine. Oh, you can get his whole face i'll sell you his whole face right now <laughs> we'll we'll do the whole face yeah oh yeah i even got bigger ones of my face They're yeah huge that one's stuck to the table i can't show that one off <laughs> but here i'll show you I'll, I'll show the camera real quick look at his face look at that fucking handsome guy over there looks just like him Unbelievable. You hold it up, you'll be damn confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a cartoon of my face. Not, it's, I'm not decapitated, though, but it's a cartoon. <laughs> uh, I, I've, been, I've been cartooned now three times since I started nice. this podcast. For three different people or the same person? Three different people. I've been cartooned by Haley Stokes for the Interviews logo. I've been cartooned, cartoonized by 
Tori, who did our new Not Cool in High School logo. And then I was cartooned by Ted Hazard for one of his crust tunes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. He drew me with my, my missing middle mustache part. Oh, dude, I can't grow that part either. Yeah, I can never. <laughs> I'm the anti-Hitler. I, I, mm. I, I can never be evil. I you know like sad? Dot. You and I will never be able to grow a sweet Hulk Hogan handlebar because of never. that one piece. Never. But we can grow really cool <laughs> Fu Manchus. It's true. Yeah. And if it's long enough, you can just push it over your shoulder. Like in Kill Bill? Yes. I would love that. I, w- I, don't, I wish I had the patience to do that. I'm trying to grow my hair longer, so if I look homeless, that's why. Um, so hopefully, if I if I can withstand it. I'm at that point now. I'm right in between annoying and then that other transition when you grow your hair of, like, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> I love that I sat right under that light and I look like Mr. Clean. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's really bright. <laughs> the, I wonder fresh, if- the freshest my head has ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, give yourself a little introduction here. All right. Um, I'm Cheesefoot. I do some comedy stuff. Um, used to do some of the Twitch stuff. Meatball and I actually were talking about bringing it back, doing it, bringing it back once he moves. Cool. And we're actually still going to, we're going to be in separate houses this time, but he said that he looked into it. He found out a way to make it work. Cool. So that'd I, be cool. I, uh, what I want to start doing with this, with the thing I have me, I have Billy, and then I, I have maybe a few other people like making like a, a stream team mm-hmm. where we can like all kind of work together and help each other with viewers and followers yeah. and make like a little like posse meatball and i found our niche playing runescape really that was like the spot people love to watch us play runescape and it was great it's especially great for twitch because like with twitch people that are there they want you to interact with them the chat is real big like people want you to to read their their messages and talk to them people love that shit i love that shit yeah. it's the reason i like twitch so with runescape it's, it's so it's so chill and you just sit around and you know even when you're doing something you're still able to read what's going on you're still able to interact mm-hmm. so that was our that was our move for sure yeah i don't know if i'm gonna stream call of duty tonight or i've been playing ghost recon ghost recon wildlands mm-hmm. it's not a very fun game to watch stream but it's more like it's i can i can chat really well in it like mm-hmm. I, hey let's have a conversation so yeah um but yeah i'm pretty pumped about it so you you also do stand-up comedy you were both both have been on you've been on interviews already no or no, just, just banging, banging beers? beers a couple times okay same here yeah you guys so you guys both been on banging beers uh your episode we try to develop film uh yeah. we got very close we were missing one step i forgot to heat it up yep big dumb we'll do it again next time 60 degrees but, we, but i mean the outline was there it just didn't yeah like didn't have any color to it if well if it's black and white film it won't have color um i could have honestly just left it in there for like three hours if it's black and white it won't have color Goddamn kidding me! <laughs> it, it didn't pop. We'll say. It, yeah, it didn't pop. It had no contrast. That That's what we're word. looking for. Contrast. Uh, but I could have left it sit in there for like five hours, and it would eventually have developed, uh, just from the fact that the chemicals are just interacting with it. Yeah. So that would have been a very long episode. Yeah, it would have been like, all right, well, we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> we'll check in uh, in a couple of weeks and see how this came out. Yeah, and you don't know until you actually add all the other chemicals at the end to figure it out. And then we drank it. Um, it was really cool. <laughs> no, we did not. What, what do you? Oh, I was like, did you guys really drink? <laughs> well, it? We, we drank the beer that we used, we but didn't not drink all the, the one. Chemicals. Mm. Not the one. Yeah, we should have drank. That would have been a good time. We could have turned the superheroes on film, yeah. on camera. It would have been awesome. So, what what do we have here with your deck boxes? What do you, what do you got going on? So, here? I brought some stickers with. I've been oh Jesus Christ! I thought you were. Boxes. I thought you were bringing fucking. No, I just got stickers in the deck boxes. But good. Yeah, I brought them to. To give them to Anthony here because, you know, we're sticker people, as you can see by the table. Yeah, the, the table doesn't have enough stickers on it. And uh, I also told everybody through my Facebook shout-outs that... Uh, 
They anybody probably comes through and asks about it, I will happily send you stickers. I got a whole mess of them to, to send out to people here. So yeah, we, we they everyone probably came and then uh, they tried they seen the first take and were like, well, th- that was a bust. So they <laughs> probably all dipped. But we're we're back. We're here. Talk to us. Um, but yes, yeah, so so these are just filled of these stickers. Yeah, they're all just stickers in there. Uh, Holy shit! Figured it was easier to not get them all ruined to put no, them in the smart. boxes. No, it's smart. It's really smart. I, um, when I went, I took them to my mom's to give her some stickers, and she was like, "Oh, that's so cool that they came in these little protective boxes." I was like, "Yeah, I wish they would come in those little protective <laughs> boxes." So I just happen so to have these because I'm a giant nerd. <laughs> so, uh, what have you guys been doing with yourselves? What, you, what have you, you guys went to the wheel today, right? We yep. hit wheel today. Uh, maximum occupancy of five inside which is, which mm. is interesting wow um so that and that so it's like five people and all the staff yeah wow so there was we were the two of us at the table and then there was two other people at a table and two other people tried to come in and they said nah it was i felt a little bit bad because i i would have eaten a little bit faster let them mm. get in you know but would they have the outdoor stuff set yeah, up yeah they have some outdoor stuff set up but uh that was all full uh it, no it wasn't i just don't like the heat when I'm eating, I can't. No, that's that's eat. understandable. I think I, I can be wrong with this, but it just appears to me. It looks like Yingling has been donating tents to all the local businesses, yeah, that's which is pretty cool. That's cool. I mean, unless I mean, that's what it appears. We I mean, also is big supporters of Yingling. I don't know if they're, you know, in cahoots together in any way. But yeah, but I mean, Roma has it. Uh, the Crimson House have Yingling tents. Like yeah. everyone has these awesome yingling tents i was like that's if yingling was involved with supporting that that's awesome yeah it would be really cool especially because they're part of the community here anyways yeah a big part of the community well they i feel like they they should be a bigger part of the community you know what i mean might have to get a little little hotter on that mic my bad Uh, but they i feel like they should be more involved with with local things because people here love it yeah i do know they support bands and stuff you just gotta it's not easy Listen, if Yingling ever wanted to support banging beers or interviews, that'd be fucking fantastic. Uh, could you imagine if every episode was just like, we're going to drink a Yingling lager this week? I Listen, <laughs> that'd if, be they, really cool. if they, like, obviously I would take the support because lo- I'm a fan of Yingling. Yeah. And, like, what I would do is, like, I would bring merch and just give it out to people. Like, if I go to, like, bars or stuff, like, because we kind of do that anyway because we go to a lot of bars and they're like, mm-hmm. we have a whole bunch of stuff in the back. If you guys are coming, we'll bring it all out and just give it whoever shows up to the podcast. And 90% of the time is Yingling stuff. So it looks like we're sponsored by Yingling. <laughs> and a, an official uh, Bang and Beer slash Yingling shirt would be really cool. Like it would be really cool. Yeah. Would be cool. I would love that a lot. That would be cool. If anyone knows Yingling, uh, hit them up. Tell them, tell them about us. Um, I'd love to have uh, a Chesterfield with with uh, with Mr. Yingling, we'll say. I feel like it's <laughs> weird awesome. to call him. Is it weird to call him Dick? I mean, everyone else calls him Dick. Um, I, I if I seen him, like he came into my restaurant a couple times, and uh, like whenever they make the reservations, it's like his secretary, I believe, yeah. makes the reservations. He doesn't do it. The secretary's always like, he needs to be somewhere private in the back. He doesn't like people. He doesn't like being recognized. And he walks through the door, and, and you know, he just loves to talk to everybody. It's yeah. really weird. The <laughs> first people, time I met him, I thought for like, sure oh, it's Dick Yingling. But like, if I ever like, I'd be like, holy shit, that's Dick Yingling over there. But if I came up to him, I'd be like, hi, Mister Yingling. I hundred percent do that. I wouldn't say, you know, what I mean, it's very professional. Yeah, I got yeah. to talk to him a couple times, and he's just the nicest dude. But the the way that they make the reservations, it was like, man, maybe we shouldn't talk to him. Yeah, don't make eye and contact. And then you meet him, <laughs> and you're like, oh, like I, you need a new secretary or something. <laughs> Super <laughs> yeah. secret. Okay. So, uh, what have you guys been doing with yourselves this for this whole quarantine? Um, I spent the first month hiding because uh, I don't know. I, I think I was supposed to. Yeah. Just spent a month inside and mm. just didn't do anything. And then uh, 
as you were slowly allowed to do things like that's when me and Dave started getting back together again uh two weeks ago we went to Six Flags that was yeah I didn't know we could do that but we were able to do that Hershey Park's open like regular is it cheaper or they still have the same uh, price? Same price. It I was think. the same price. <laughs> they don't even give a shit. They're not. Right. <laughs> Six Flags had a lot of their rides shut down. But they like, still charge. A lot say, of their major stuff was shut down. And they're like and full price full to price. get in here. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Well, I think we went on like three rides the whole day. We kind of felt like you paid an admission to walk around their property. Yeah. I, got, I took a picture of the Batmobile. That's all I did. Really? <laughs> and and ran a Batman. Where ride. we ride? We rode Batman. We rode El Toro. I think that was it for roller coasters. And then we rode, uh, what was it, a pirate ship? That just yeah, and we back rode and a, forth? A, the pirate ship. Oh, and the so. Joker. We did the Joker. Oh, yeah. So we went on three roller coasters. I'm still listening. Go ahead. Keep talking. They shut down Nitro. Uh, Which is one of the best. King to Ka. They shut, they shut Nitro down back in the 90s, and that's that's when WWE bought them. And then <laughs> wrestling <laughs> reference. Nailed it. Are we strangers, or do we know each other? Uh, I've known uh, Anthony here for... Probably what, like eight years now. Yeah, I've, I've, and then I met I met Dave through uh, Cheesefoot here. Um, mm-hmm. I've hung out with Dave a couple times. Uh, so I mean, we're all friends. Dave um, and I go back like fifteen years but, now. But this this, this pod this family of podcasts I do because I do five other channels. So this is your first time watching. We I do this show and a few and a few other ones that you'll see all on Twitch, um, or Facebook, or YouTube, or if you go to any of the links down here. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I actually met Dave through the podcast, so this podcast has sparked a friendship. Yeah. But So you've been doing the photography, right? Uh, yeah, I've been. I, 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 want you to, I want you to do a little Simon Cal here. This is what I got. This is, this is my setup. I haven't really practiced with it yet. It's going to be a no for me, dog. But that's, so what? This is my setup. I wouldn't be able to see it. That wouldn't be helpful. Um, so basically, I've been, I've been kind of doing photography, maybe not professionally, but I've been doing it off and on for probably. You take about, amazing photos. I, I've been pushing it a lot more recently. Um, I just got myself a whole lighting setup, like a studio lighting setup. So I just got two of these. It was it was Those a hobby for him for what like twenty years now. Or oh, something? it's been a, it's but been a hobby since like high school, and then nice. I've been pushing. I've been pushing probably it probably five, six, maybe. Yeah, seven probably years. been pushing it for about that. Nice. Um, so right now I shoot with the Fuji uh, Fuji XT3 because uh, I had a Nikon. Probably I had actually my grandmother bought me my Nikon, which was my first like camera, just like one of these. Yeah. She uh, she gave me like a weird um, kind of like a a push she's like thanks will, lady she's like i will buy your camera if you uh promise me you will go to college and actually try to learn it a little bit yeah so i was like deal grandmom uh she bought me my first camera uh well my first pers- my first dslr and i just went to college uh, i learned studio lighting which is something i really enjoy and uh it it makes your photos a lot different if you can nail lighting mm-hmm. um the basically the tonal ranges are uh, between shadows and highlights, uh, you can play with it. Uh, you can do whatever you want to make an image look basically however you want. And then you can. You can come in. It's cool. Hello. You're not on camera. <laughs> we just we have it. Well, now your arms in. Oh, yeah. And then you can kind of be whoever you want. I've come. I come to realize that um, I take myself. I take self portraits every once in a while of myself, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm gonna be a scene kid today. Yeah. So I have a photo of myself as a scene kid. That's great. Uh, it's <laughs> hilarious. And um, I can actually bring it up on my thing in a second. Um, and then I did myself, like, uh, I put a I put a vest on. I, I went to the thrift shop. I bought myself a gray polo, uh, uh, like a blue sweater vest. 
and I put that on and I had a rusty golf club and I stood there all like proper, like Victorian looking. <laughs> and I actually hung that photo in Red Robin, the one I used to work at for 10 years. I hung it up on the wall. I, I switched out one of the pictures and it's been up there for like three years straight and it's still before there. they remodeled it. They remodeled it and took it down, so I don't know where it is. They took all the pictures down. So it's it's floating around somewhere in the world. In in the Red Robin warehouse somewhere. Yeah, it's probably in the back. And they're like, who is this dude? The, the dog, want... by the way, is Lady. Yes. <laughs> where is she? I got I got a chat yeah, she's me just oh. in case. Yes, that's Lady the dog. She's a jerk. She barks at everyone and everything. Very she's goddamn. Cat. She just she just takes takes a long time to warm up to people, um, and every noise she hears, she barks at. Um, but yeah, I always wanted to do that with Cracker Barrel. Like take a photo and then mm-hmm. put the, like the, the filter on it and then sneak a photo in a photo of at a Cracker Barrel. That'd be fantastic. That would be awesome. Like right up on their walls of all of like the the vintage stuff. Yeah. That'd be great. Like just kind of slip it on the frame that's already there. Mm-hmm. I think sure it'd be funny to do that. Do. We could make that happen. Yeah, I think we should. That should be like our goal. We Somebody should try to get that. Somebody just needs to cause a big distraction. You know, right. <laughs> with like with spaghetti or soup like in Always Sunny where they spaghetti throw the super spaghetti in the air <laughs> and then somebody else I'm like tie the, the way her shoes th- her shoelaces together you're gonna fall face first and do a plate of spaghetti <laughs> and then uh, and then we do the swap yep the swap perfect uh, yep so what do you what do you think of this one uh it's good um i don't i don't use canon all that much so like to me like all the settings are different on mm-hmm. every camera it's really weird like you would think that most cameras are very universal, but like since digital came about, like they're very different. Like sensors on my, and stuff. Yeah, like all the sensors are, they're about the same for like certain like sizes. So if you get an APS-C sensor, which is a small one, um, they're about the same size throughout cameras. It's just the menus. Yeah. And the button layouts are like completely different. So yeah. I'm just like, every time I look at a camera, I'm like, wait. What? So that's what I use for when we take like the photos at the end. Like we we do like little promo shots. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do that with you guys. And then uh, I just pick these up, like a little bit of a zoom lens, and then I guess what they call the nifty fifty. Yeah, um, I, I per, um, personally, for me, I shoot prime, so fifties about the lens that I would use on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do go wide, um, so I have the kit lens that it came with, which is like an eighteen. That's the kit lens that came. Uh, with. Yeah, so yeah. I would use my kit lens, which is actually yeah eighteen to fifty-five. It's the same focal length, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't use it at the fifty-five because I have a fifty. So I don't zoom uh, to 50, but I'll keep it at 18 so I get the wide. Yeah. And then I'll use it as a wide. Uh, I use it for landscape stuff. Uh, I took a photo of the diner, out, like a local diner by my house. I've seen that. It was all at nighttime. It's all lit up. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I actually sold that to the diner, uh, John's Plenty of Fancy. Uh, for some reason, I got hit, I got hit up because like, that was like the first photo I've ever had that actually went kind of viral. Oh, sorry. It was the first photo I kind of had that went viral. So, like, it eventually got to the owner of the diner's daughter. And she's like, yo, I really like that photo. Like, can I use it for my page? I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll sell you a print, too. And she's like, yes, please. <laughs> so I sold her a print, and she has it. I don't know if they hang it in the diner or in the office in the diner. but That's cool. I gave it to the diner, and they bought it off. That's of fantastic. Me. Yeah, I I, I kind of got, got mine just for, like, promo photos for that. And then, like, if I go to wrestling shows, if someone's there, mm-hmm. I can snag a quick photo of them. Um, and then just kind of just to mess around and practice a little bit and just kind of pick up another hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like, I, it's, it's, I was having a blast with it before COVID because it was like, I'd go to a, a show and go see a band. And if I've seen your band like six times, cause I, I go support a lot of bands. So I go to the same shows over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this show, I don't really need to be there 
Um, so I'm just going to kind of take photos the whole time and just kind of try to capture moments. Mm. And it was the most fun I've ever had at a show. Like literally had a blast. It's a whole new and a whole new feeling at a show when yeah. you have to take their photos as opposed to just being a viewer. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, I hope that light swings back this way so I can get the light over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like you're just trying to set stuff up like in your head. It's, it's real it's, nerdy, but it's real awesome. Yeah. I was having such, And I was like, man, if I knew how to use my camera, these would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so basically a lot of it has to do with like a lot of practice, essentially, like knowing your gear, essentially, like kind of how like, you know, all the equipment here. But I'm getting there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically <laughs> like that, like how you know your mics and stuff like that. It's kind of a whole new, uh, a whole new thing, essentially. It's I'm hoping new... by episode 100, I'll have this figured out. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can give you some pointers if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just hit me I, up or. I would like to go out with with you one weekend and just kind of mess okay. around and shoot. I think so it'd be a lot of fun. The streaming stuff goes, Meatball is your source of information for that. Yeah. Ever have any questions hit him up he made he was the the brains of our operation for yeah sure. this is kind of just a basic thing I'm, i have set up here uh i always uh, told people he's the brains i was the face yeah yeah i'm neither nor i'm just <laughs> i'm just the i'm the financial backer the man behind the mask <laughs> yeah um yeah man so it's, it's 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 i like watching i like looking at your photography you do a lot of really fun stuff thank um, you yeah i've been pushing it a lot um i've been trying to get a little bit more of like a professional um way or more of like a professional look onto it, like uh, more as a career move as opposed to like a hobby, you know, like to, to try to make more money at it. And yeah. Just kind of do it financially. So I could kind of have that as like a part-time job, you know what I mean? And then like maybe do another job off to the side or like I can choose if I want to work at a normal job or switch over. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that takes a little bit. need to get into that wedding life. I yeah. have one wedding coming up, actually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it doesn't get pushed somehow. Um, Stasia does weddings. Stasia kills it. And she's fantastic. Like, she's another really good photographer. Like, is that something now? I don't know how it is in the photography world, but it, like, is it acceptable or is it common for like, say like, oh, like we just said Stasia. Like, oh, I, I hit her up and like, hey, you ever want to go out and just like kind of work on something or just kind of mess around? Like, is that something you get that's common in that field? Are or you talking about like photographers hanging out with other photographers? Or just like doing collabs or going out and kind of picking each other's brain to uh, learn? Yeah, kind of. Actually, I, I do I do hang out with my one friend, Christian. He's uh, he's another photographer. And uh, we basically, like, he has, like, people that he knows, and I'll go down and I'll work with them. And uh, we'll just kind of, like, collaborate on stuff. Like, I'll, uh, I'll show him how, like, my lighting setup works, and he'll be like, yo, uh, come down. I got this idea. Let's try it out and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. you – it depends on the people. Um, basically, some photographers in the field want to keep all their secrets. Mm-hmm. It's, like – I worked so hard at this, like I want to keep my secrets. Yeah. But me personally, I'm going to teach whoever wants to. I kind of want to get into teaching photography, I think. Um, mainly because it's like, I feel like I'm pretty good at explaining it. And uh, I could show you if you need something like, oh, well, if you just turn your lighting up this way or that way, mm-hmm. it might help out. Um, so something like that. That's that's kind of what I've been doing with this is like I, I like to collaborate with other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the more I could physically go to them or they come to me and they're like, well, what's your setup? And I show them my setup and they show they show me theirs. And it's like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of doing that way. I've been mm-hmm. doing it this way, like where they run into this, into this, and this, into this. And they then they run that into the recording process. I'm like, how much do you pay for all the stuff to get in the middle? They're like, oh, that was like 800 That was like there's one board that can do that for you. And it sounds fantastic. And, mm-hmm. like, and then I show it and like, so it's like, 
they they learn really cool tricks and then I show them what I learned and they show them what they learn and you're just building each other up. So mm-hmm. I, I I do like and I think that goes really with any field, profession, hobby, anything. It just it's good to like pick people's brains and work with each other and collaborate because I just think it grows everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like you. Um you learn more by watch. Uh, I personally learn more by watching. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I watch you do something, like, I'll be like picking it up easier than if I were to read it in a book. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so you 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 guys have been doing? Uh, have you been in comedy lately? So I haven't been doing any any comedy because you can't do live things. Mm-hmm. I have seen some people doing um, like Facebook lives, like online stuff, and actually shows are just starting to happen again, more outdoor foco- uh, focused. So I do want to do something outdoor, but I did have a uh, an idea. I was uh, working on it with Bishop. Bishop and I were talking, like I was telling you earlier, the um, the online concerts for music doesn't really hit the same as being at a concert. I agree with that, and I'm almost positive it's it's strictly uh, like fan interaction. It's it's all that there's not a crowd. It's all that you're not. You're not in the right. It's hard like to hit that. Said, it's it's right hard to hit that quality too. And so, to, if you could find a way to simulate that environment, it would be awesome. We had talked about like, uh, essentially like a, um, like a cheer track instead of a laugh track to have you know to play intermittently when it's supposed to. When people are supposed to cheer, you could play the cheer track, and it kind of gives people the feeling that they're there. It tells them when they're supposed to enjoy something because a lot of entertainment whether it's music or comedy is being told when you're supposed to enjoy something honestly like if, yeah are you a fan of friends mm-hmm. no friend i don't like friends at all <laughs> but oh, people always... love friends have you watched friends without the laugh track it's probably as bad as it is with the laugh track. <laughs> it's painful it's so slow it's like any sitcom without the laugh track it's like Unless you're, was I was I supposed to laugh at that? Unless you're the office, and then you don't need it because you're masters. <laughs> yes, exactly. But when you're told to laugh, you're more likely to laugh. Yeah, absolutely. So That's we definitely... talked about putting together a uh, a laugh track to do an online comedy, and we were going to do um, like a local laugh track. We were going to reach out to people individually and be like, "Hey, send me you laughing seven different ways," <laughs> and then just like put them all together. You know, we uh, like. Ho, 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 ho. That really really awkward laugh. My dad has a fantastic laugh. And then I want to do it terribly. I want to like make the laughs at the worst possible times. Or just like (laughs) let keep them going longer than they're supposed to. Like, all right, guys, calm down. Exactly. I want it it to be purposely bad. I want to take the laugh track idea and just kill it. I I think I want to ruin laugh tracks. I think when it comes to the live music, I think one of the ones that do it the best right now for me locally, I really like what press does. Because press will have like six people, like they keep the compliance, right, of what you're allowed to have indoor, outdoor, and they let certain amount of people in, and that's your audience that's kind of behind them too, like mm. clapping or enjoying the music as long and with the people watching. When, when people clap, it, it, when you're at a show and people clap, your natural res- response is to clap. Yeah. Like, you know, that's your cue, like, oh, I'm supposed to clap here. So if, if other people aren't doing it, you're probably not going to. Yeah. So that's the the downside to doing everything digitally, doing everything online, is you don't have all of those cues. Mm-hmm. We could get like one of those old school signs in the back that says applause. Applause, or something. yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just like bring I it said, back. When, you're, when you're told to do it, you're more likely to do it. 
Be so nice that's, that's to each other. Be nice to each other. I hope that works. Everybody love yeah. everybody. Yeah, love everybody. Um, homies help homies. <laughs> Always. So we're, we're actually uh, impromptu banging beers. They were all enjoying the last three cans of my Nimble Giant. What do you think of this? Nimble Giant is tasty. Um, it only comes out once a year. Uh, like two, three years ago, I wouldn't have liked this beer at all. My uh, my tastes have definitely been evolving over the last couple of years. I shied away from anything that was hoppy. Uh, this is what we call in banging beers a dippa. Mm. A dippa. Double, double Indian pale ale. And dippa. They, uh, there was a, here was my progression of beer. I went... I don't like beer. I want the highest alcohol percentage. Oh, I found beers that I like. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't even know if I like the beers that I used to like. Like, I, I've been a big sour fan for so long, and sometimes I'll drink a sour beer now, and I'll be like, my, my mouth hurts. Yeah. Like, my whole mouth Sours is- are tough, man. Like, so a lot of the times I score, be- like, beers on banging beers, I score them as a taster. Because there's some beers that if you poured me a full pint of, like a sour, I wouldn't finish it. And I used to be I'd get able to sick put of down it like a six pack of like yeah. something sour. Like I would go get a six pack of dogfish sequential. Yeah. And I would put them down. Mm-hmm. But now I'll drink one of them and be like, you know what? I'm done with sours. For I the still day. like my dirt beers though. I like my you know, those really cheap ones that you get out like like a, like a Saturday night you know beer. The <laughs> best cheap beer you can get hands down. Keystone? Narragansett. Oh, Narragansett. I love a Narragansett. Yeah. And it's no more than a dollar a can anywhere. <laughs> I have two cans in the back, um, big, like, tall cans, and I got them because they were damaged. Um, it's called Hemp Tails. Yeah. Have you cracked those beers? It, they taste like ginger ale, hmm. but when you crack it, it smells like weed. Nice. Really? Like, if I, the one time we were drinking them, uh, I was drinking them with the podcast with uh, Courtney Smith, mm. uh, not from T102, the tattoo, Courtney, um, and... Uh, we were drinking the beers, and Heidi came in. And she goes, "Weed in here, are you?" I was like, "No." And I'm like, "It's the beers." It's illegal goes, in this state. Yeah, so the I was he, like, they have beers. Well, no, no, no uh, smoking weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like she's like, "You're not smoking in the house, are you?" Like smoking at all, anyway. I'm like, "No." And she's like, "I'm like, it's the beers." She goes, "She didn't believe me." And then I had to, like had her had a physical had, had her smell the can. Did you let a skunk in the house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our new pet surprise. <laughs> yeah, you had the. Uh, it's a it's a limited re- uh, limited release. It's Kona Mai Time wheat. It's by who? Uh, Kona. No. Kona Brewing. They're like Hawaiian brewing company. Oh, it's the the new one is. Where do you get it? I got them from Wegmans. It's it's easily in my top five right now. Wow. It's a lime, pineapple, and orange wheat. Okay. And it's absolutely incredible. Did you try the Yingling Secret Beer? No, not yet. They have a Tell me one? more. If you go up to the gift shop. And you walk up to the gift shop and say, can I have a taster of the mango beer? They have a mango yingling that no one's supposed to know about unless you, you know someone told you. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds awesome. They don't even have a tap for it. It's under the Bach tap. Or it's under the, the uh, like, one of the other, like, it's a different tap. So they, awesome. she walks over to the tap. It's like, here's mango yingling. Is it, is it a wheat? Is I, it a mango I, wheat? I literally had enough to put in my mouth, and mm. I was it. So I, they won't give you too much of it. It's a bummer. Um, I guess a little bit. I guess what they were doing at first is they were filling growlers and stuff up in pint glasses, and mm-hmm. then someone's like, "Yo, stop doing that!" Like you're <laughs> feeling like people were taking growlers home with them, and like, you know, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no!" Just small samples, but oh. it was very, very tasty. Uh, no one's ch- I know it's the way you looked at this on this oh, chat. No. I just ADD. I look at everything. Since I adjusted it, the frame rates aren't dropping, so that's pretty good, I guess. No alerts. Hope it's better, and we'll see. Here's but um. Open. Huh? So here's the open. Here's the open. Yeah, it's still everything's still running good. That's good. Yeah, you, it's so I stressful gotta, when you're trying to watch it. Next time I come up, I gotta bring you some of that because it's 
it's in my top five right now. Okay, Easy. sounds good. If you um, like wheat beers, if you like, I, like I drink everything. There, it's I drink. Incredible. You know what I may have in the in the fridge in the back too? Hmm. I may have Stone Cold beers, <laughs> <laughs> the Broken Skull Ranch beers. All right, well I'm putting in the bid to put somebody through this table. <laughs> yeah. So when we ever get famous and this table goes in uh, in retirement, we're gonna someone's going through it, and then we'll sell pieces of it, we'll cut it up in pieces. So I feel like. I should not be the one that puts somebody through it because I've already had that pleasure of putting somebody through a table. Oh, yeah? It was like a lifelong dream of mine. I did it a couple of years ago. Like on purpose or yeah. like was it voluntary? No, a, or? a friend of ours was, I was like, dude, I want to put somebody through that table over there. And it wasn't, it wasn't a real table. It was like they put a piece of plywood over uh, two sawhorses to yeah. set up as a beer pong table outside. And we yeah. were at my buddy's house and I was like, I want to put somebody through that. And he goes, oh, I want to do it. All right, cool. Like we we got all the ingredients already. I got somebody to put through the table. I got me to put them through the table. I got a table. Like that's it. Let's go. What move did you go with? Powerbomb. Powerbomb. Yeah, hundred percent. Had to be. Yeah, you got to break their neck. If, he yeah. looked like he broke broken in half. I think I might have a video. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then before that, probably a few years before that, they had like a weird joke. Him and my one friend Tony, they're like, uh, "Hey, uh, you want to put Dave through that chair over there?" Oh, and yeah, I'm like, I "Put no. Dave through a table or through a chair." I went time. through an Anirondack chair, but. I didn't break it the first time. I hit it. And they're like, well, they're picking me up. And then they threw me again. again. Was it plastic? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a solid yeah, I'm plastic I'm sure chair. that one hurt. You were uh, bruised up. <laughs> we so shouldn't bad. have done that. But <laughs> I told you no, but they're like, I'm the smallest dude, so. Oh, yeah. we Dave gets the, the raw end of the deal all the time. Oh. Oh, I fucking just right. missed it. Oh, you had help. Someone helped oh, you yeah. power bomb him. Yeah, it was uh, my buddy Kyle was like, dude, he's like, I always wanted to do that too. I was like, all right, perfect. We're good. Double power bomb, like the shield. It That's was, awesome. It was one of my favorite things I've ever <laughs> done in my life. So what else have you guys been up to? What do you guys, anything you guys want to talk about? You watch some movies, video games? We hit that. Top, uh, topical stuff going on in the world? That antique shop the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was actually really cool. pretty sweet. What'd you find? Uh, there's this, uh, so down by me, I live in like Quakertown. Uh, the lower end of Bucks County, it was it Mechanicsville? It was Mechanicsville, right Mechanicsville. outside of Doylestown. Um, there's this shop. It's called the Best of France Antiques. Um, basically, their whole uh, their whole uh, setup is 19th century French antique uh, statues. So, like the entire outside is all these statues from like the 19th century France. Mm-hmm. It's and, so cool. It's it, I wish. I wish I had money just to buy things there. Oh yeah, like the statues <laughs> that they too had. Too much money, dude. They had like. You know how in like uh, the like the mansion from Resident Evil, the first one. Yes. It was like everything there looked like it should have been outside of that mansion. Really. They had these giant mm-hmm. urns. They they were they thirteen, fourteen foot tall, just oh, yeah. and they had a pair of them. And I was like, I don't know what they cost, but I wish I had a house that I could put them outside of. Mm-hmm. It was just Ooh, everything was so Undertaker. cool. And they were all <laughs> antique, so they're like most of it was like. You know, rusty or weathered or Could whatever. Could you imagine if you put two giant urns on your front porch of Halloween and pumped them full of purple and gray smoke? I'd love that. that like that's sweet. Yeah, it'd be great. I wish I wish I had money so I could buy Dumb. that whole property mm-hmm. and all the things that were on it. There was like a forty foot tall giraffe or something like yeah. that. Really, it was like almost a two story giraffe on the property, and in front of it was this stone Buddha. He's just sitting there in like the lotus position, meditating in front of this giant giraffe. And the, I'm like, there's no other place that you will see that. The whole reason here. that we found it, uh, we were on our way back from Six Flags the one night, and it was dark out. We're driving by, and I was like, 
is that a fucking triceratops? <laughs> and like Dave's like, what? And I'm like, I'm not on drugs, I promise you, but I'm, I saw a triceratops. Oh, is that where you guys were at and you took pictures of all the dinosaurs? Yeah, I was like, you got turned around. I was like, I, there's no way that wasn't a triceratops. Yeah, where's back. this place at? Uh, Mechanicsville, it's called Best of France Antiques. Hmm. And we went back and I had like, you could see like four different dinosaurs from the road. And I was like, we have to come back here in the daytime. So we made a, a plan to come back and we went back and they actually had way more stuff than than we realized from the road at night. It's mm-hmm. very big, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a very big property. I thought you guys were a mini golf course at first. No, this was just dude, <laughs> dude selling them. <laughs> yeah. If I had money, I would buy all of them. But, you know, the way my bank account is set up. And make a mini golf course. Yeah, that that's be, all you could do, really. It would be the most elegant mini golf ever. Yeah. I would just keep them outside my house. <laughs> you know, I'm weird with dinosaurs. They had, uh, they had dragon statues. Like, they were made out of, like, marble. Oh, just sitting dude. out back. They were just like these dragons made out of marble. I actually have a picture on my phone of those. Of just dragons? And they had, they had yeah. wild peacocks. Oh, yeah. I had like real wild peacocks? Too. Yeah. What do they like? Can you pet them? So, like, here's one of the statues that's, like, on the property. Oh, that's creepy. Everything was Caesar. just Oh, these, yeah, these are all, like, oh, that's, that's dope. Yeah, they're just, like, on the property. Booby mo- mermaids. And there's, like, just random statues. Like, see, there's the, like, look how tall that giraffe is compared to that. That's crazy. That was one of my favorites, Terminator style. Just right in front of their front door. That, no, it was actually <laughs> hidden. Like we almost didn't see it. And where's this we place? We walked at? right past it. It was right outside of Doylestown. It's just just Lower like Bucks on County. the uh, the border of uh, PA and New Jersey. I wanna I wanna do that. I wanna go. This really guy cool. was really cool. Oh, I don't know what that is, but it, just it looks made me like think of like it, it looks like Planet the, of the Apes, the third Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy is also in Weird, New Jersey, for owning the largest collection of Vampire Hunter killing kits. Yeah. The same guy? Yeah. The guy that owns the, the property, yeah. yeah. He owns the most vampire... They're, like, all authentic, too, from, like, the era of Vampire Hunters. So they're all supposed to be realistic and authentic. Could you imagine the people who were just murdered with the stake because they're like, you're a vampire. He's like, no, bro, I just... Uh, just I, I, hang out at night. I don't cool. like... <laughs> you see how hot and disgusting that sun is? <laughs> we don't have air conditioning yet. Of course I'm not going to want to be out in that sun. It's just like you feel bad for all those like poor women who like, like were deemed as witches and were tortured. Mm. <laughs> I just want to know if any of them like embraced it and were punished for it or if they were just like wrongfully accused because i know most of them were just wrongfully accused oh most of them were wrong but i know a lot of people who'd be out there stirring that witch's cauldron like yeah i'm a witch what you gonna do about it come get me oh my god are like the ones that are like getting burned like i'll curse all of you i'm gonna haunt you all (laughs) and then some guy stubs his toe the next day he's like that damn witch got me (laughs) what's going on bebo how are you Uh, bebo in the chat what's going on man uh, welcome, welcome to the stream, uh, Bebo. Bebo, it's like Debo, but Bebo. Oh man, <laughs> do you know Bebo? Oh yeah, of course. Bebo's one of your they're, guys. They're uh, they're doing um. Oh, I'm thinking of Bemo. No, <laughs> that's Brad, isn't it? Uh, Bemo is from Adventure Time. <laughs> oh, I never watched that show. Mm. Sorry, sorry. We're on sorry. two different wavelengths. Yeah. So what's up, man? Robot. Two different kinds of nerds here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I thought you brought Magic the Gallery cards or Pokemon cards or something. <laughs> and you just filled your boxes filled with stickers. We'll just bring out some magic. I thought you were, like, going to teach me how to play Magic or something here today. You want to learn to play Magic? I'll bring them next time. We can do it. No, I can't. <laughs> that was one of the arguments I got when we got hit up with the uh, 
the logo. I was like, the one guy's like, your logo was drawn by a guy who did bad things. I was like, yeah, and you like magic. How many times? You know how many times magic got criticized for their Satan imagery and their witchcraft and their stuff. I said, hey, actually, I don't know if you saw. They just had to uh, um, remove. I think it was nine cards from from their collection. They're no longer tournament legal just because of either the imagery or the the names of them. Well, that was that was their attempt of. Uh, keeping up with the the pc movement right now listen man i'm all about if something is literally holding you back in society then sure let's let's find a way to 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 write that ship and write that wrong um but if there's just certain things that we're shutting down and canceling i was like come on like really that like we have so much people are legit dying and we're worried about who's voicing a cartoon character like I don't know, man. Some of the, maybe if there's a better argument, I'd like to hear it. But man, I'm just I, there's some stuff that confuses me. Like it's just like the the like I always said, man. The extreme right and the extreme left are just and then there's like the, us stuck in the middle. Like, can we just go about our days? Like they would be friends if they if they without, sat down without without you yeah. without you guys screaming at each other through us, <laughs> like because <laughs> they don't care about you and they don't you don't care about them. But we're just stuck in the middle hearing both your sides. Like ah, my God. Mm. Because some some of them have a little bit of, like, on either side, there's, like, a right. And, like, some of them I agree with on the right. Some of them I agree with on yeah, the left. Yeah, and that's, like a, that's n- what normal people do is they, they listen to people's arguments and they say, you know what, I can get behind that. And then there's, like, but, like, if you even say that, it's like, you what? Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? You, I just pulled up the, the names list and I remember because I got yelled at for this because I was like, well, that one's not that bad. And then I was educated on it and I was like, which well, one? So I some of the, let me read it before you. All right. we're the, we're literally just talking about anything, man. Uh, if you have a topic you want to hear about, just put it out. Oh, maybe that was probably a terrible lead in. Yeah, <laughs> depending on what your topic is, maybe we'll talk about it. But the, we're just having a conversation, man. I know it says interviews, but this is more or less just hanging out and having conversations with your buddies. So mm-hmm. the name list is none of them. Okay, going to get you in trouble. Right, I assure cool, you. Thank you. The name list is invoke prejudice, uh, <laughs> cleanse, stone throwing devils. Pradesh Gypsies, Jihad, Imprison, and Crusade. Mm. And well, I know, uh, maybe if I, I shouldn't even say it, but, like, I know, like, in the beer world, the the term Gypsy Brewer is starting to become, like, don't say that anymore. Well, that's actually where I was, uh, where I got yelled at for it. I was yeah. like, well, I, I don't know if, like, is Gypsy that bad? And then I was, like, I was told that that's actually considered to be a... Uh, like a, a hateful slur modern day and i was like oh wow like but, i didn't but even realize isn't there people who are that that like claim they are and they like thought there was yeah they're like That's when i go what? to the renaissance fair and they're all they're all there and they're like claiming to be gypsies i, I never thought that there was anything wrong with that they yeah. were just like wanderers right yeah like a gypsy well, was don't just they, well, don't the, they have the race in of Philly? gypsies is like um uh it's been they've they've been oppressed essentially gotcha. throughout their history well yeah i always thought gypsies were just a term for like they kind of live off the land they kind of they make a lot of crafts like mm. isn't there something in philly like the gypsy flea markets and stuff where like it's all and people are like yeah that's our thing like i don't yeah i didn't realize it was it was an issue yeah i, I didn't was, I was told listen if, if anyone in the chat knows or you want to hit the report button before you do like educate me i'd like to learn about it so there's one of them the the wording of the card yeah is yeah. and it uh, <laughs> But realistically, what that's trying to go for... So, in the magic world, the, the <laughs> card says all white creatures gain plus one, plus one. In the magic world, uh, 
something that uses plains mana is called a white card. Okay. Something that uses swamp mana is called a black card. You also get forest is green. Yeah. And, uh, island is blue. So and mountain is red. So it's it's very widely just colors instead of what it is. Yeah. So it wouldn't be anything. Well, for the fun fact to is say all green creatures. They say all white creatures, and then it shows people wearing you know cr- the crusade. Yeah. Brigade, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because they're all Christian. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, where do you draw the line there? So mm-hmm. I, I can see why yeah. something like that would be considered. But then it's the same people who say, well, aren't you just erasing history? Like, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just such a fine line. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's, it's just to get to the point where, like, I think sometimes the left see something the right's into and they're like, we're going we're gonna to take that <laughs> I'm away. I'm going to fuck that up. For we're we're going to fuck that mm-hmm. up. And then the right see stuff the left's into, and we're like, we're going to fuck that up. And it's always a bitter battle. Yeah. Like, oh, listen, like, there's some things that I agree with. Like, I, I think some things should be reevaluated and re-looked at because maybe they just don't hold the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. So there's there's the, the gypsies one. That's honestly the, the imagery I would expect when I hear the phrase of gypsy. Yeah, that's not terrible. A a dark-haired woman with a a guy with a bandana on. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Whenever I think of the Renaissance Fair, I think those are the people I'm going to see there. That and the band Gogo Bordello. They're Yugoslavian gypsy punk. Yeah. They might have even changed their name by now because of that. I have to to learn more about that. That's in prison. Um, It just looks like an alien. Yeah. (laughs) That one is is strictly the name. In prison is, mm -hmm. is offensive. People are in prison Apparently. all the time. Uh, this one I get. I am. It's getting late here in Norway, leaving here in 15 minutes. You're from Norway, bro? Oh, That's well awesome. Done, dude. Nice. Uh, yo, we need, to, we need to contact each other. I want to talk to you about stuff in the life in Norway, and I want to learn about your your whole existence so that and some of they have some pretty good beers out in yeah man like uh, what is it yeah shoot shoot me a message man that. we could do like a zoom call and i want to learn more about stuff in norway and subscribe to us so i can definitely get in touch with you um on, but, on twitch there follows subscribe is oh uh, sorry one. follow i don't know i'm new to this I'm whole twitch game i got fucking 50 people this but, one you can see why why somebody would be upset all right what do we got here invoke prejudice invoke prejudice all right if an opponent look, casts just, a just look at the the picture Okay, <laughs> but that also could be an executioner. It could, but he has he has a very pointy hat. We'll mm-hmm. say, but they they look uh, like Grim Reaper executioners. It's, it's a shadowy figure, so you can't see the color. Yeah. of the robing, but yeah, uh, like I can old, see, uh, I can understand okay. why people might feel something. But it's funny, way. man, because like the people who play magic are probably like, "This is ridiculous," but then it's just like, you know, what I mean, so it's, I don't know. Yeah, because actually, I think executioners used to wear stuff like that back in like the medieval days. 100%. They would wear like a, a black cloak. Uh, I would that one was claimed because of the name. Because they're devils. Yeah, can't you can't can't show love to the devils. Sh- well, I'm left-handed, so cons- technically I would be considered a demon. And yeah, back this in the another one is, is yeah, they would have they would have threw they the would have threw you in fire. This one is just <laughs> yeah. called jihad. Jihad. I don't think the imagery is that that bad on that one either. no it's just war i mean you're playing a fucking war card game that summons demons and monsters now this one this one i can understand a little bit of upset about the the phrasing this one is called cleanse cleanse <laughs> oh okay <laughs> it's a cleanse it's a sorcery card and the immediate box underneath says destroy all black creatures yeah i can i can see that one but once again 
the black creatures are like monsters. It's not they're, saying they're it's not saying creatures. It's not saying the color of someone's skin. It's saying the like fire was red, blue was water, mm. like one of those type yeah. deals. Yeah, I, I can see. I can understand a little bit of outrage. Here's in, here's in my question: department. If if you poll a thousand people and two are offended, should the whole thing go away? Modern day, that's how it works. In general, statistically, you probably shouldn't. But that's not how it works these it's days. It's great. I don't. It just it's interesting, and I and I know that like some people have very like very sheep mentality where it's like if one person does it, we all have to follow. Mm-hmm. Once again, I don't want this to be lumped in with everything that's going on in the world because there are some things that people are fighting for that I do agree with. Mm-hmm. But there's some things I'm absolutely just, on board with. Most exactly. of the things happening. Right yeah. Now. Same mm-hmm. here. Like listen, statues. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be in front of government. Filled. I think they should be taken down and put in a museum. Mm-hmm. I think they should be like, you, like. Here's the thing: if you go to Germany right now, in Germany, they don't promote that. They don't it's recognize illegal. that that part of history but, existed, which is well, fantastic. They do recognize it. They, you can go to a museum and see all of it, because they still want to say that this legit happened and we should learn from it. And this is terrible. What it was, mm-hmm. and you can go see it in a museum. But if you are caught with it outside of a museum, if you talk about it, if you support it, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I'm now, a firm believer that, that it should be similar here. Here now, absolutely. Like now uh, here's the, the statues deal. go into like a museum to teach you about it, as opposed to like yes. out front wherever. Now, now what you're saying there, I, I just want to kind of play devil's advocate here. So you're saying we should do the same thing in our country as as much as imprisonment or to, uh, the the idea that. It's it's illegal to be uh, racist, a proud Nazi, in Germany. Okay, but versus it's that's you can just do that here is yeah wild. Well, that that goes a lot with the freedom of expression and freedom of speech. So, at what point is it? Listen, I agree, it's you, terrible. You, you have freedom of speech and freedom of expression in this country as long as it doesn't infringe upon anybody else's freedom freedom of expression mm-hmm. and. Uh, so if you're Speech. just living in your house, living your life, and, and that's what you believe in, are you infringing on people? If, if you're keeping that in your house, yeah, that's cool with you. Yeah. If you do you. Now, but here's when where... You're, when now you're here's marching where, for, mm. for that to be all right, that's... Yeah. Yeah. That's not all right. I agree. But on the... Like, here's where, here's where it, it, it worries me. Because I 100% agree with you that I, I'm not cool with racism, homophobia, any of that. But on the same token, if we turn around and put people or imprison people for hate speech, then where the if once you draw that line, that line is going to then be moved mm-hmm. and then be moved and then be moved to the point where we, we are, we're going to lose those freedoms. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about like uh, the freedoms of expression and, and speech? Stuff like, that? like even yeah. if it's like your artistic freedoms yes. and stuff like that. So like, say if you want to do like a Quentin Tarantino makes a movie about nazi imagery and slavery and glorious bastards. you know what i mean at what point does someone see that and say that's offensive mm-hmm. because we shouldn't talk about that no more mm-hmm. and then his art as freedom is now gone true and django and chain i'm did also something similar. I, I believe that uh um stuff like that used in satire is usually pretty educational for people i agree it, it allows you to have those conversations that may otherwise be yeah. seen well, as you're, taboo. You as you someone who was in the comic scene, too, um, there's a big thing going around where every single episode of certain shows that had blackface in it are being erased. Mm. You cannot have them. Always Sunny did it as a joke about what, like, making fun of the reason blackface existed. Yeah. So they're using it in satire, but it's still being, re- being removed as insensitive. So, like, 
now we're putting the line that certain you can't do certain things as a comic. There, I always try at least with my comedy to to stay down the middle and not. I don't want to ever offend anybody because I don't want to like I don't I don't want to upset anybody. Like, yeah, that's not who I am as a person. I'm yeah. I'm very much an ally for pretty much most people. You do you, and uh, yeah. yeah, you do you. Is is always like yeah. If you're happy, be happy. That's cool. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Like I said, I, I, I want everyone who's around me to feel comfortable. But I also... But also seeing that episode of Sunny and knowing that they didn't, like, preface, hey, we're doing this. If you just watch the episode, if, you, if you're if you not a Sunny fan and you just watch that episode, it's not... Out of context, it's not satire. That's just random blackface in that episode. Yeah. Um, but once again, you have to realize you're watching a comedy. Like, I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's people who are saying like, if a comedian goes on stage and says something, it's like, nope, they're done. You know what I mean? It just, it's a really like, it's a scary line. And I just like, we should really like, it should be something that should be thought of before we just pull the trigger on it. You know what I mean? Um, cause if you go back and watch older stand up comedy tapes that people think are some of the greatest of all time, they would not fly today. Mm. Eddie Murphy, raw and delirious would not fly today. Um, Mel, Mel Brooks movies, Blazing Zat, they would not fly today. You can't make that movie. I wish we could just bring George Carlin back and get a modern take from him on this because I feel like he had that stuff figured out. He did. <laughs> yeah. I like his one phrase about it where he was just like. The seven uh, words you can't say on TV would be, be completely different now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. And so in Norway, they actually have a TV channel that has their own comedy satire shows. They put everything in one. So it's like, but it, we, we would try that in America. That, but it, again, that, be like, that prefaces it, though. That gives yeah. you, hey, you know, you're going to see this, and this is all that you're going to see. I, I'm for that So idea. it's like a specific channel based on that. Like that I said, theme. that Sunny yeah. episode, I think is very funny. But if you're not... The gang becomes black. If you're not a Sunny fan, and you're like, wow, you just blatantly did that now which one are you talking because they did it in a few episodes so d, d goes blackface a, p- a bunch of time a few times d and then the, does, the lethal weapon d episode where they self s- latino which is always it, it it's done so poorly that it's like you know it's hilarious yeah it's, it's uh, satirical but again if you're not following the show you mm-hmm. might just be like wow they did that there's actually two episodes where Charlie just says a, a hard end bomb. Two twi- uh, two ep- two separate episodes, yep. and they also say and the the f word that's not fuck in that episode correct. as well. He, yeah. Well, the the pilot they, of Sonny he they, says the n word yeah. too. They do it on they did it on purpose to see if they can get away with saying it on TV. Mm-hmm. That's literally why they did. But and that's they the episode with the lottery ticket. Fifteen <laughs> years ago, yeah, was the first time they had Charlie say that, and I remember seeing it and like there's there's no preface for it at that point. There's no. Hey, you know this Shock is satire, value. and it was like, holy shit! Like, yeah. why do they do that? Now, if I watch it again, like I have the whole series in my head. I think it's it's funny how they do it, how, yeah. they, how they use it as satire. But mm-hmm. that initial time was for sure shocking. Yeah, that's exactly what they probably. I mean, went it was for. shocking that the, yeah. the second time they did it too, ten years after the fact. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting. It's 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 a it's definitely. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but I definitely think it's something that... Bebo says the channel is owned by the government and it's free for everyone. They're kind of making satire of themselves. Hmm. It's awesome. I do like that. So the government's like making fun of themselves a little bit? When, or? You, can, when you can make a joke at your own expense mm-hmm. and not be upset by it, is like I feel like that's a sign of being mature. Yeah. 
I think our com- our government should do our, that a little bit. How, how many members of our government do you think you could make a joke at their expense and they wouldn't be? I mean, we do it with our president every day. Yeah, yeah but he's he doesn't big like mad it, about it. Yeah. yeah. If he liked it, then it'd be different. But yeah. yeah. I mean, we do it. We still do it though. Yeah. <laughs> and he's big mad, and I love that. Yeah. It's so funny. It's what, funny to see. What is the mad. what is the perception of America from people in, in Norway? Like what? Like do you guys look at us and be like, man, these guys are fucking idiots? Like what do you like? What like what is the? You're not gonna offend me. Um, I just I'm just curious what the outside world thinks of us I'm here in America too sometimes because <laughs> it feels like we don't get to see another perspective. Yeah, I we mean, only see our own. Well, here's the thing: like when when the whole like Black Lives Matter thing was going. Other countries were protesting and marching for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like J- people in pro- Jap- Japan were protesting. So like other people in other country, are like yo, you guys are a little too much. <laughs> I hate the opposition to Black Lives Matter. People are like, oh, well, all lives matter. It's like yeah, but that doesn't fucking matter right now. Yeah. Like so here's save the, the whales does not mean fuck the rest of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> so what that means? So when I so. This is probably going to get me in trouble once again, but I, there are people who say all lives matter that are just like, F that. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think there are people who don't truly understand the fact that there is racism and that this is actually going on. There are so, some parts of this country that you, you may not ever experience that, that part of life that, that is racism. We're, we're living in one. There, there, there are people in our, our in our county still who never really had. I mean, besides going to a grocery store and maybe seeing somebody of color, they've never had an interaction with somebody. Like they've never mm-hmm. had one in their house. They've never had. Now, when I say one, they've oh never had a God. person of color in their house. They've never, they've never opened the door to learn about somebody else. I grew up in in Kensington in North Philly, so like, I was a minority for most of my life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I met my ex girlfriend, she lived up in. Uh, Wyoming County mm-hmm. and she was she was telling me like she she maybe seen four or five black people in her entire life yeah. that weren't on TV and I was like that's you know mind blowing to me mm-hmm. and then she went to school in uh, she went to uh, a New York State co- New York State College um, uh, won't name drop whatever or SUNY whatever she was at yeah and uh she was like, she was like, there. She's like, I'm like outnumbered here. I was like, well, yeah, it's a, it's they a, feel it's they a legit, state school, so well, what's you, the thing? you get more financing. She's she's been inner city. She's been systematically cho- taught her whole life that, pro- and, and, and I could be wrong, but I mean, this is something that I was kind of raised up and taught. You know, as long as oh, probably most white Americans in our situation were that, like, if you see a black person, like you're taught fear first mm-hmm. you are and that's and that's not good you know what i mean yeah. like you like if like oh don't go to this neighborhood at dark you're gonna get beat up and it's like i've been to those neighborhoods at dark and i've never I had a an lot issue. of friends in those neighborhoods yeah and i've never had an issue now listen like you know what i mean like when someone's like don't come like don't go to the hood at night like i've been to those like i played like i've been there like mm-hmm. if you're not looking for trouble you're not gonna get it just like if you were like and then like black people are taught don't go to an all white neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you're, we're literally taught by media, by movies, my culture, the entire time to be afraid of each other. But once you break down that walls and actually like meet people and actually experience it, it's really not. Mm. Once mm. again, the people in the middle are living a life and then the people on the right and left have different views on things. You know, um, is there racism? 100%. Out of doubt. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want to downplay that at all. Cause it's a 100% thing. It's just, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's it's strange. Like once once again, no one has all the answers. I think a lot of times we're we're very quick to to pull the trigger and jump the gun on issues and and topics, without really like 
talking things out and meeting in the middle and finding out how we can change things. It's just like, no, I want to change and I want to change right now. Like, unfortunately, the world doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm on the, the side of, all right, I'm on your team. What can we do to make things right? What can we do yeah. to make things mm-hmm. the way that they and, should and be? And at the end of the day, like, we have to also realize, too, we, we the system that was designed for us as poor people, regardless of what your color is, we're not designed to have a say in anything. <laughs> we're really That's, not. Yeah, we're designed true. to just wake up, eat, sleep, shit, go to work, pay our bills, pay our taxes, and die. Pay for the people above us. Yeah. Hmm. yeah but And that's great. We're paying for the people above us, but the second that, we try to, we, that we're told that we're paying taxes to help someone who's poor, we get mad at the poor mm-hmm. people. But mm-hmm. there's people up top who have trillions of dollars who aren't going to ever use that. There's, but we get mad at someone on welfare. Like, they, the people who get mad about uh, like taxing the wealthy and stuff like that, it's always people are like, well, what if I'm wealthy one day like, i can guarantee you yeah. that you're not ever going to be wealthy you're, you're like like just help help not only help people who are less fortunate than you but like listen, help yourself listen. this is going to be good for you like mm. i i say it as joke and satire because I, I i mean if it happens fantastic but i'm not bank i'm not putting my eggs in this basket but if this podcast or any of this stuff ever kicks off and i get paid enough money that i can take care of my family Trust me, dude. Everyone's made it. You we're know what eating. I mean? Mm. Yeah, we're, we're all eating. That's, you know what I mean? Like, I am. You need a camera? I, well, eat, I got you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's how I would do the same thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, listen. If, if if a contract was called right now, and they're like, "Hey, you made X amount of dollars," before I go pay, you know, one of my favorite bands in Pottsville. Listen, every I'm making sure me, my family, and like my like my mother, my father, my mother-in-law, they're all taken care of. And then once I'm kind of like, okay, I can keep what I'm doing going. Dude, we're eating. Everyone's eating. I mean, I'll do whatever I can to help you. By no means successful in the things that I do. But anything I do, you got cool Dave on there. Any any show that I've ever been a part of, all right, well, well, Dave's taking pictures, right? Anything that I've ever been. I've appreciated Anything, Anytime I do any touring with any bands or anything, I'm like, all right, well, uh, you know, Philly area, I need a photo pass for this day. Mm -hmm. That's just how i always am i yeah. you know you take care of the people you remember you. people yeah. and, and that's that's important because like it, it, ha- it, it that's something that's been done with me like where i'm like hey you put some people first and then sometimes it doesn't really come back to you mm-hmm. i don't get upset about it just like all right cool i kind of know where i stand there mm-hmm. you know what i mean vivo like, says we think trump is a little insane and we have health care but we kind of understand why you guys don't have it but not totally yeah, um, no, it's a mess we don't have it because of the way that our uh taxing is set up well once again that kind of goes to where we have a a section of our country who are brainwashed that we shouldn't help poor people but we we want to give more money to rich people where little realistically if two people's got to get out of here hey man thank you so much for hanging out and and typing and chatting man yeah definitely definitely hit that follow subscribe or whatever it is on twitch uh like i said below is all of our social medias hit me up dude i would love to have you on and have a conversation about um norway man i I, i've never been there and i would love to learn about the history of what you know and i think it'd be a cool little we could do a zoom call where you you drink einstuck the whole time dude if you and if you (laughs) want to be wonderful if you want to find a way to ship yeah if you want to find a way to ship beer let me know i'm sure that's probably illegal in pennsylvania but we'll figure something out (laughs) i uh i think it's illegal to ship it to new york Pennsylvania is we're not allowed to have like anything shipped yeah. here usually. So I think I, I think legally I ship it to New York, which is like my dad's address, mm-hmm. and then I can just bring it home. We'll I don't I don't really like to 
you know, take many sides on many things or attack yeah. any anything in particular. But can we like tax the church yet? Exactly, dude. <laughs> if if I, if one church was taxed, like one church that makes billions of dollars, that's enough to pay for healthcare. Mm-hmm. Bebo says he's coming back next time. Where? We'll be happy to have you, dude. Hey, well, the interview shows they kind of they're sporadic. They might they they just kind of pop up. So if you follow the channel, you'll see when we go live. But usually we go live every other Tuesday at nine o'clock for Not Cool in High School. Friday night we drink beers on Banging Beers, and Thursday night we talk pro wrestling. So we have we have a bunch of different channels going on, man. So definitely thank you for hanging out. I appreciate it. But I read uh, I've read several statistics on it. That one said if we taxed the church. We would clear our national debt in seven years. Yeah. Which is a lot. Or mm-hmm. Our debt is disgusting. And then I also read another one that said if we tax the church, the average person would pay 3% in taxes. Yeah. Right now That's we're just close to 30. We're not talking Microsoft and Amazon. And yeah. <laughs> Amazon didn't pay taxes last year, which <laughs> you blows my mind. Yeah. We're not, yeah, we're not even talking about you know major corporations. We're just That's just church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the only reason I guess they don't tax them is because of the separation of church and state. So, like, religion is technically not allowed but they, in but within. They, but they have all the they have their hand in our laws. Yeah, and we're supposed to have church and state. They're not supposed to, but tec- <laughs> like it somehow the line got blurred. Yeah, and that it needs to not be blurred anymore. It's like we want to help write your laws, but we don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the whole thing. Is like the oh separation is a- it's it's interesting. It's definitely well, interesting. Dave and I actually used to work at a a supermarket together. Oh yeah, and when anything church related would come through, they actually have like a little card, and they go, "Oh, by the way, we're tax exempt," and they give you this card, and then you have to take the tax off of their entire sale, which I always thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's usually a big amount too. Sometimes if they'll order like four hundred dollars, uh, they'll come through hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of groceries. Yeah. I don't know who the groceries are for. Always, they'd probably they'd probably take it and feed the people in their church. But it was. That was my first introduction. Probably not. Probably I was not. like 15. That was my first introduction to knowing that the churches didn't get taxed. Now, where did you guys actually meet? Uh, Grocery uh, store, right? I think that was the first time we actually hung out. We uh, we worked at Redner's together when I was like 15. And, and we're not, obviously not School County. Uh, Quakertown. Quakertown. So you, you, were, you were kind of raised where, in the area he was raised? Um, I moved to Quakertown um, around high school. Okay. And then I went to high school there, and then I... Moved back to Philly afterwards, and then I moved from uh, Philly. I lived out on the farm in Wyoming County for, like, two years or something. Yeah, if you could just kill the vibrate function, that'd be... And then back to Philly, and then uh, back... And that's when I first came up here was 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Bird brought me up this way. And how did you meet... How did you come across all those guys that, like, come up this way? So the first time I met Bird was... Uh, so I, I, had, uh, I had seen Cyanide Sunrise perform several times. The first time I saw them was at Croc Rock in Allentown. And I think both times I saw them was at Croc Rock. But the first time I saw them, I remember I was like, wow, this band is really good. And I was like, um, I was like, oh, I wonder who it is. And they're like, oh, we're Cyanide Sunrise from Long Beach, California. Oh, because they always change their name in between every song. It, yeah, sometimes <laughs> in between songs, sometimes just different sets. Bird just loved to not tell people where he was from. And sometimes and I they would home. change their band name in between yeah. set lists. Yeah. I went home and I was like, oh, well, I looked it up on Facebook and it said Cyanide Sunrise from Pottsville, Pennsylvania. I was like, oh, that's not the band I saw. I was like, they said they were from California. So I didn't like the page or nothing. I just went about my <laughs> life. And a couple months later, I had seen them again. Uh, and actually, the reason I went to the show 
um, they were opening for somebody, and I was like, oh, well, I like the band that's, you know, headlining, but I was like, I remember that Cyanide Sunrise band. I was like, I'm trying to see them again. And I went, and Bird goes, hey, we're Cyanide Sunrise from Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's fucking with me. Like, that was definitely <laughs> them from the Pottsville one. So I went home, I liked the Facebook page. A couple months go by, and they posted a, a thing. They were like, hey, is anybody available to drive our tour bus for this weekend tour this weekend? And, or next weekend or whatever it was, it was very short notice. It was like less than two weeks. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll do it. But I was working as a uh, courier. I was delivering computer parts out of South Philly. And that day when I saw the post, it was like 9 a.m. And I was in Washington, D.C. on a delivery. And um, I was coming back home that day anyway. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I was like, should we like get together to make sure that you know, we, we get along and it's not just going to be a terrible weekend for everybody. I'm like, all right. So, uh, I drove up to meet them at Cabela's and I was in, I met at Cabela's. I met bird twig, uh, Joe gray and meeple. Okay. Those were the four that came to meet me. We ended up hanging out in Cabela's for like three hours. Me and bird just played the, the big hunting game for like probably like an hour straight, just playing that. And me and bird just hung out in Cabela's for three hours. I was like, you know what? This is going to probably be a good weekend. So we went our separate ways. Uh, we ended up both stopping at the, the same gas station for gas on the way out. And uh, Bird's like, you know, on the way over to the gas station, I was talking to everybody. He's like, you guys want to be our, our full-time driver? <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe. It was like, let's see how this weekend goes. You know, maybe we won't get along for more than three hours. Like, let me before I go committing to anything. Yeah. So we went on this tour, the three-week or the three-day tour for the weekend. Um, we take the bus, we're on 80, Route 80 at like Danville, and the transmission blows on this bus. This is the first time that they <laughs> took the bus out, by the way. This is the, the maiden voyage of this bus that they bought from somebody for like dirt cheap, like 1500 bucks or something. This is not the, the this is not the bus that they took. Oh, convert, it was the bus. The one they converted yeah. to like with hmm. a bu- bunks yeah, and stuff? Yeah, but they put all that work into the bunks and everything and didn't put any work into the engine at all. <laughs> yeah. So blew the transmission on 80 on the way out. We're stranded on 80 for a couple hours trying to get somebody to come pick us up. Eddie Collins comes to pick us up. He's bringing, uh, he's bringing Cousin Dave's van. And now we're going to put eight people into Cousin Dave's van and take it for these three days. Very much less comfortable than eight people in a bus that's meant to sleep ten people. Yeah. Now we have an eight-passenger van for eight people to live in. So they come to, or he comes to pick us up with Dave's brother. And the whole dry or the whole time Eddie's driving up, Bird's laying in his bunk and he's going, "He's shit." It's like what? He's like, Eddie Collins. He's shit. Eddie Collins is shit the whole time for like an hour. I'm like, dude, like this dude's coming to to rescue us. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you calling him shit? Like, I've never met Eddie before at mm-hmm. this point. And he gets there, and I was like, "This is like such a nice dude. Why are you calling him shit?" He's like, "Oh, it's just a thing. Like, it's just a thing that we do." <laughs> All right, so we we go about our way. Uh, we finish the we do that weekend tour. I ended up becoming best friends with Bird like instantly over that tour. Yeah. Um, we ended up moving in together less than three weeks after the end of that tour. Um, I always tell people we did a uh, we did a trip to Florida about two weeks after I met him. He just calls me up. I was sitting at home, uh, and he goes, "Hey, do you want to go to Florida with me?" I was like, "Yeah. When do you want to go?" And he goes, "Oh, I was thinking about leaving the night." What like? <laughs> <laughs> that that like that's how sporadic this dude was. That's oh just, yeah, listen, that's who he was. Just 
it was all short notice. And I was like, well, all right, sure. Like that's like hanging out with Fulton. He's, I was like, so like you want to drive the bus down? Like what do you want to do? He goes, ah, oh, well, we'll just fly. It, it'll be faster. I was like, dude, like I don't have money for that. He goes, ah, oh, well, I just got my paycheck, so I'll pay for it. Like that's also who he was. He was like the nicest dude. He mm. would he would cover everything. If if he was off, if he was asking you to do something, he was probably going to pay for it too. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't really, you know, I'm not really comfortable with that. You know, like I've You're only known like you me. like two weeks. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, don't worry about it. I'll call you back in a few minutes. And he calls <laughs> me back and he goes, well, if I buy plane tickets, I don't really have money for us to do anything while we're there. So maybe we'll just drive down. So I just got in the car, drove over, picked them up, and we drove down to Florida on a whim. And we get down there, and we're meeting people that, like, he's known for years. Like, oh, how long have you known Jay? Like, you guys are really close. Like, oh, I met him two weeks ago at Capella's. Like, <laughs> what? Like, you met him two weeks ago? You drove all the way down here? They're like, yeah, it was something to do. Like, That's uh, that's one of my goals I want to do. That's that's one of the things I really, really want to do for the show is I want to get – I mean, I only have six mics, and I know to, to find six people – and leave somebody out, it would fucking be a, a shit show. Mm-hmm. But I would love to do, even if it's a two-parter, like maybe change the six people or the five people, because obviously I, I would need a mic. But uh, I want to do a Jaybird episode. That'd be awesome. I just think it's really important to do, because, I mean, my interaction to the music scene was through the Cyanide Sunrise and Crowbot, because I went, my cousin Brian um, was friends with, with Jaybird, and he was friends with Bishop, and he was like, and he's like, yo, and he actually took me, I, I was fresh 21, and he's like, yo, we gotta go see this band, I'm like, what are they called, he goes, they're called Headplug, and I was like, alright, whatever, and he goes, you know the band Breaking Ben, and I was like, yeah, he goes, their original bass player is like the bass player of this band, and the front man of the band is like my best friend, and I was like, well, alright, cool, I'm there. So I go see this band, and this guy gets on stage with his weird haircut, and he's just a fucking psychopath, and he's jumping all over the place. He's spitting on people. He's jumping off the stage. He's literally Billy Joe from fucking Green Day in a fucking dive bar in outside of Hazleton, and it was Randy. <laughs> fucking and, uh, Randy. So when you see Randy live, it sticks. Oh, yeah. You don't forget that. Yeah, he, true. he performs his ass off. In front of ten people, in front of a hundred people, in front of two people, he's giving you drunk, the same performance. Sober, drunk, matter. sober. Sometimes he's sober, looks drunk. Sometimes he's drunk, looks sober. It's it's just he's 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 a genius. He's really yeah. good at what he does. Um, and and I remember seeing that performance. I was like, man, I don't think I've ever seen anyone that good, ever. Like he was so talented. Like he was just good at what he did, and he was so fucking entertaining. It was a good show. So then years later, he's like, yo. Me and my cousin Brian start getting close again, and he's like, "There's a show in in your neck of the woods. If you come pick me up, and I'll take, we'll go up. I can get you on the list. We'll." Oh, and I'm like, "Dude, I'll pay. I don't care." So it's good. It's me, my cousin Brian, and and my and Heidi at the time, and we're going to Goodfellas, and we're going to see five bands for three dollars. Right? That's cheap. Yeah. Oh, wait till you hear the lineup. <laughs> I, the opening band was called like Ghost something. It wasn't Ghost County, but it was like something. I don't know. But it was Tyler Smar. Um, it was uh, Joe Coons and a few other people, and they were like a band. They're no longer together. So that was the opening band. They were and they were all like underage. They were all like super young, but they got the bill. And then it went Faith in Exile, and then it went Crowbot, and then it was Cyanide Sunrise. And they were there was their show. The reason they did the show is they were about to go on tour, and they were debuting the Hourglass music video. So I go to the show, and Faith. I mean, I like Faith in Exile, but it's 
at the time, like I was really tough on heavier music. It mm-hmm. wasn't really my thing. I, I thought like, man, they're really good, but it's just not my cup of tea. So I kind of mm-hmm. stayed at the table. I didn't really go up to the stage. And I was very new to the music scene. I didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? All I really knew was Brian. You know what I mean? So Brian had, of course, Brian, you know, introducing me to Jaybird and you know, I'm introducing to, you know, Bishop and, and introducing to Brandon and Dave Cantwell. And me and Dave, like, kind of hit it off right away. And, uh, Dave was actually headbanging with me first time I ever met him and his glasses flew off and he fucking stomped on his own glasses <laughs> and he's like it's gonna be very hard to drum tonight sounds yeah. like Dave <laughs> yeah um, so then he goes uh, in yeah so this is before he even hits a stage so he has, he has no eyewear now for the rest of the night <laughs> so then uh, we're all hanging out we're having a great time and that show really like got me introduced to like the cr- I want to say the crew because our crew is v- it's a wide net yeah. man it really really is like we may not all hang out at the same time, but there is a definite Crobot Cyanide Faith music crew, mm-hmm. and then it's just been latched on to other bands and other local. Like it's it's like I don't want to say it's the possible crew, but it's definitely like it's the people that you you would like to be associated with in this area dude, and for I, sure. And, and I'll, everybody's I, so supportive of everybody, which is it is. And I, and I really I really attribute that whole group of friends and that whole group of support system to Jaybird. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly do. And I've only hung out with a guy like three fucking times, but just like every single one of these people, like per- people you would sit down and they're like, yo, we're, you want to do Blackberry? We're doing it for Jaybird. And there's not a question asked. And even people who are new to the crew who've never met him are like, Hey, what did that Blackberry, Blackberry shot again? <laughs> and then they don't even know why they're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's just a really, it's a really cool thing, man, and it's, it sucks we lost him, but just the impact he left is mm. super important. It really, mm. really is. Like, I always say, like, you may never think in your lifetime you leave a legacy behind, but it really depends on how you are. How, it's, it's every day you wake up, you leave that legacy. And if by some stroke, like, so unfortunate events or anything that can happen, if you leave tomorrow, man, how are people going to remember you? Mm. And I, th- I really think if there is an afterlife or if he is looking down and he looks at this group of people he's like man you know what i mean like it, it, it really sparks something for sure yeah man it's well, barry brandy is how uh eddie broke edge at uh bishop's wedding we were we like were insistent that there be blackberry brandy there of course because yeah. it's bishop's wedding and uh we're we're getting ready to do shots and eddie's standing next to me and he goes he goes i kind of want to like i kind of want to do this and i was like yeah you probably should i was like this is literally the closest you're ever going to get to drinking with bird and he's like, all right, yeah, give it to me. And that's when we, we got him drunk. Well, I don't think he actually got drunk that night, but we did get him to drink a couple more beers after that, too, yeah. which was cool. It's just, it just a really it's, – it's a lasting effect, man. It really, really is. And it's, it, it, for me, it all sparked – it sparked that night, like that show. And then it was just like – it's insane how you just answered a fucking Facebook ad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just – and it, it really – it's that simple. Like just mm-hmm. to get into the group, it's just kind of like – are you a good person? Yeah. And then you're immediately accepted, man. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's something I, I cherish. I'm very grateful, you know, like Fulton Cantwell, like mm-hmm. it would just be really I don't cool. Get to, I don't, I don't know Fulton as well as I'd like to. Like I li- I know him and I see him and I like him and I feel like, well, Fulton, he, Bird, he, I guess we're friends he separated, like, he separated from the group a little bit to, to be, uh, to do, uh, the, the music store. Like yeah. Just as I, yeah, came well, well, Fulton, to be a part Fulton's of thing, without kind of telling his story, but kind of like 
what I would assume, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm not speaking for him, is, you know, he wanted to, like, everybody wanted him to go on tour, and they yeah. want, but he's like, I can't do traveling musician. Like, he's talented enough to do it. He's, he's talented incredible. enough to get into a band and go do whatever he wants to do, but he has a commitment to his dad's store because for how much his dad means to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, and that, and the reason his dad made that store is to, to give people in our area a place to go buy strings to go buy a drum head mm. if they need it last minute you know what i mean like if you're stuck in the area you're like shit i need something for the show you're probably going fulton's mm-hmm. you know what i mean because there's really nothing else in the area unless you're driving to reading to go to guitar world or something like that but they're, they're like his dad created that store for that reason because he knew that the need in the area for the local musicians and uh, and steve just couldn't and i, I respect that yeah. you know what i mean for how talented he is he has he, he kind of he wants to live, and then now he has a daughter and you know an amazing wife and a great family, and he's just he's kind of yeah, he's I'd here. I'd love to see more of him. Yeah, and, and and what he does now is he does lessons. Like a lot of a lot of people don't realize a lot of his besides buying music and going to support his band, he he's he's bringing up the next generation of musicians. Like he's mm-hmm. teaching people how to play guitar and drum. Like I mean, he he has people that teach other people drums, mm-hmm. but you can get lessons in his store. So like it's a it's a the music scene in this area has a whole underground history and it, it doesn't even start at the story we just said i mean like eddie collins's dad like there's there's so many dude, his old, dad is so incredible dude there's like just the and the, i mean you can literally take apart school county and think people think we're just a small small area and then you're like well you know there's a whole underground like firefighter community there's a whole underground this community this community this community and just like what we just talked about here is just scratching the surface of the music mm-hmm. and that's just one tenth of what's happening in our area you know what I mean? So it's like when people say there's nothing to do here, you're just not looking. Yeah. You're really just not looking. Mm-hmm. You're just not at the right place. Yeah. That's and all. you're probably you're probably just not with the right people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Truth, the people make definitely there whatever is, you're doing better. There, uh, every time I was actually just talking to Dave about this the other day. He's like, man, he's like everybody out in the Pottsville area. He's like, they're always so cool. He's like, everybody out there is so awesome. I was we like, just accept each other. I was man. like, no, the people that you met are awesome. I was like. So there's a lot that of you shit haven't that's... met are, are people you don't need to yeah like you're you're in with the 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 right group from this area that makes sense you can walk like i can walk into any place in a three town radius of where i'm at right now and people will be like holy shit hey man and it's a fucking it's not a handshake it's a hug mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that's just that's just what we do man it's just we we do we look out for each other we support each other and it's awesome my only issue is whenever i go out in in this general area tend to get drunk and then like i i meet people or i re-meet people and then i'll meet them like three <laughs> months later like, oh it's awesome to meet you they'll be like dude I, i've known you for like four years oh <laughs> shit so, dude i'm, I'm so, so sorry, sorry. Yeah, like that happens and it happens to me more often than i'd like to admit my memory is just awful beers happen man beers yeah. happen even not beers i'm just my memory is terrible well yeah yeah but like up here, it's a lot different than like Quaker Town. Like Quaker Town is full of like terrible people. Uh, there, yeah. There's not the there's not the good group of people. No, like there is up here. It's, it's weird. Just like everybody's the same group of people. And I mean, like, and I'm not to like bring it back or get sad or sad, like upset again. But like, I think a lot of the reason why we kind of hang on to each other harder is because we did we lose him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people are like, "Fuck!" Like, if it happens to him, it can happen to anybody. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. If we lose him, fucking no one's invincible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it you kind of you hold on to each other tighter. You're like, no man, like we're we look out for one another. You know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you Bird is the the reason I have the the nickname Cheesefoot? Yeah, I, I believe I think. And I'm cool, Dave, because yeah. of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Twig. 
told me the, the Cheesewood story, it, but I was drunk in a bar. It, it's the worst story of all time. <laughs> we were on the bus doing that tour. Uh, before Did the you bus, have stinky feet? No. Oh. It was before the bus even blew up with the transmission. Bird goes, he sits down next to me, and he goes, Hey, can I call you Cheesefoot? I was like, why? Like, why the fuck would you want to call me that? He goes, I don't know. I just always wanted a friend named Cheesefoot. He said, I tried to give the nickname to somebody else once, and it just didn't fit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I'm not going to see you again after these three days. I don't give a shit. Call me whatever. Yeah. And then we ended up becoming best friends, and it goddamn stuck. And then <laughs> there was a point, I swear to God, there was a point where we were on the, on the road. It, it was like maybe a month later, and he's like, he's like oh, don't hate me like what he goes i don't remember what your real name is to tag you on facebook <laughs> he goes i know it's ron something he goes i can't remember you know the funny thing is ever so many people have fucking nicknames when i go to, to like look for them on facebook i'm like what the fuck is their real name because right. we gave him a stupid nickname that's how i and knew he's just sitting next to me and he goes oh don't hate me and dude like, me and steve fulton hung out every single day for almost two years Almost every single day, minus like the day, like month. So I would, I, I tell this a lot on the podcast. So if you're hearing me saying it again, I'm sorry. But mon- I'd, I'd, I'd go to work Monday, and I'd work Monday through Thursday. I would pack a bag Thursday night, or like third, and then Thursday after work, I would go right to Steve Fulton's house, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was with him and with the band. Don't know how I'm still married. My wife is a fucking super <laughs> accepting person. She's fucking fantastic. But I literally would not see her all weekend. And that was like every weekend for two years. Like people didn't even think I was really married. I, you know what I mean? Or I was just a scumbag. I, I mean, re- realistically, I was. I was a scumbag. But I was helping my buddies out. And I was making sure they were getting home safe. But literally for those almost two years, I never got Steve's actual phone number. We were just Facebook calling each other. I have, I have so many friends like that. You're one of those people. Yeah. I don't have your phone number. I don't, I don't need it is the thing. Like We live in a world where I don't need anybody's phone it's number. True. It's I and I was like, yo, Steve, I should probably get your real number. And he goes, nah, nah. I think it's funnier that we're, we don't. That's such a, that's such a bird thing, too. Like, you're like, ah, yeah, we yeah. don't need it. It's well, I guess right. I, from what so – like, when when Steve would tell me more bird stories, like Jay Bird stories, it was just like I guess they were they, – like, they grew up kind of more together. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess they were – they were a lot closer when they were younger, yeah. and like, then the, some of the stories is like, oh fuck, like, if I, if if if, if Jaybird was half of what S- Steve was or Steve is, is like, oh, we probably would have got along. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it would have been me going like, how the fuck am I gonna get my two friends out of this situation? Because I'm always like the dad or worrier, and like, and Steve just like, ah, he's here, we'll be fine. <laughs> ah! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bird never worried about anything. Never. You'd be like, yeah. wow, that, this that's is how Steve is. Like, terrible. Steve sometimes just like, fucking. Nah, cool. He just what turns it mean? off and just says, "It'll all work out." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just shooting in the dark. But it 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 does. It doesn't does. It? it always works out. <laughs> like the one day he's like, "Hey, going to the casino." I'm like, "It is three in the morning." He's like, "It'll all work out," and I'm like. <laughs> It's going to work out because I'm going to be the one to make it work out. <laughs> He's like, we always need people like you. Yeah, but, and then he doesn't have to worry about it. Somebody yeah, else true. will do it. So that, was, that was how Bird always was. Yeah, you don't have to worry somebody about will, it. Somebody will carry me home. It'll happen. <laughs> always. Oh, well, my God. It's, yeah, but I definitely want – I mean, we just gave you a taste there. I mean, I would love to have a bunch of people on the table. I yeah. met – I'll tell you how I met Randy. Well, definitely through Bird. It was through Bird. Yeah. But Randy was in Alaska when I first started coming out here. Real quick, before you, because you're kind of bringing this together. So, the first time I, first I see Jay Bird perform on stage, right? And I was like, hey, man, you're 
and I, well, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's a whole nother beast. Brandon, when I seen Brandon on stage, I was like, man, this is like, I remember like watching old school music videos of my dad's favorite bands. And I was like, this is like the reincarnate of like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like early Crowbot, you were like, wow, this is modern Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Or like Cornell, but more flashier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was just everything I liked about music. It was like your dad's rock. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing to say at all. You know what I mean? But, um, and then I seen Jaybird, and I, I remember after the show, I, we were hanging out. I, I still have the picture of me, him, and Heidi at the bar. Heidi, st- I still have the zombie unicorn shirt, but oh, it doesn't fit me. Mm-hmm. And Heidi has the, the skulls with the hourglass. I gave I gave most of my shirts away. Yeah. Um, just every time I would meet somebody, and it, it was just, I guess it was the bird coming out of me. It was yeah. just like, you'd meet somebody, and they'd be like, oh, man, like that's awesome that you have. I'd be like, well, you have it now. Yeah. Like, I'm wearing it. Yeah, you can just My have goal it. is mm-hmm. to lose weight so I could fit back into that shirt. Mm. And I have the original crowbot with the, the bird with the nice. spit. Yeah. So I, I said to him, like, yo, man, I said, there's not many people in my life that I've seen perform on stage that just captivates people the way you do. I said, but there's this fucking psychopath that my cousin Brian took me to see. I don't even know his name, but he's a fucking idiot. Like he's just he's a he's just a fucking psycho and like you remind me so much of him. Like you guys are the same people on stage. And then a couple I'm like Brian and he goes what and he goes who's the fucking guy you took me to see in that band the head head plug or whatever and Javer goes Randy and I go yeah he goes yeah I got a lot from him <laughs> like he openly yep. said like I a lot of his style came from Randy absolutely yeah and I was just like oh okay that man he goes oh we're, we're really good buddies I was like oh it's funny how it all kind of I actually just gave away all my old crowbot shirts that didn't fit anymore really I don't know if you saw on the, the crowbot beardos page I, have, I, did I that, still have to order that guy's that one shirt sticker co- giveaway COVID happened I yeah. have to order like I still have his information I gave away I, I was like alright well I'm giving away these shirts too I was really I was like I really hope whoever wins wears a large because you're getting a shirt you think yeah. you're getting a sticker but you're getting a shirt. Surprise. Yeah, but, I have to order. I think I think he, he, the shirt he wanted, I think, just went out of stock. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting for them to fill their stock up and then order him a shirt. But I did not forget about you if you are watching or listening. I didn't forget about you, dude. You, you're still getting a T-shirt on me. But COVID happened. You well, know? When I, I first I, met Randy, I was we were at the, uh, the apartment in St. Clair. And it was me and Bird and Meatball were both The one there. a couple doors down from the... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're in that that apartment, and they keep telling me about Randy. They've been telling me about Randy for the months that I've been there. <laughs> I'm like real stoked to meet Randy because I hear nothing but incredible things about him. You're like, when Randy gets here, it's gonna but be a fucking crazy. Here's night. the problem: every time I hear Randy, nobody ever just said Randy. Uh, Meatball and Bird were both saying Fat Randy. <laughs> every time Randy's name was said, I heard Fat Randy, Fat Randy this, Fat Randy that. Fat Randy is great. You're gonna love Fat Randy. <laughs> like, I thought that was part of his name at that point. And then he shows up, and he walks through the door. I was like, this is Fat Randy? Like, are you fucking with me right now? It's like, Meatball, you're calling this guy Fat Randy? Like, like he's not at all fat. Not even a little. And he like, used well, to be yeah, really he used to be skinny. Yeah. Like, well, he's not <laughs> fat. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Meatball, you're calling him Fat Randy. You're like, oh, this is Fat Randy's jacket. Meatball was wearing Fat Randy's jacket. And I was like, all right, well, it's a 2X sports coat. I was like, Fat Randy's probably big. In comes Randy, and it turns out it's just a thrift store jacket he liked a bunch. I was like, <laughs> God fucking damn it. Like, Randy will will literally wash himself with a baby wipe, not comb his hair, throw on a thrift store, go walk to the thrift store, put a pair of pants on a new and a new jacket on, and go to the bar, drink, and then hang out with you all day long. And that's <laughs> I love and that. He, and he kills it in that. <laughs> I tied a shoe one time outside of Trenton. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, I was like, Randy, yo, your uh, shoe's untied. And he's like, no, it's not. I was like, yeah, give me a second. I tied his shoe for him. <laughs> he's like, you're the best, dude. <laughs> I love dude, One of my first interviews was Randy. And this typical Randy fashion, he calls me and he goes, hey, uh, I'm coming over. I was like, okay, yeah, we have an interview today. He goes, all right, I'm leaving wherever I'm at now. I forget what he said. And he's like, I'll be there in like an hour and a half. Um, by the way, I'm bringing a box full of cats. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I remember that. He was traveling with cats. He and brought I go, them from Detroit. And I said, well, I, I don't think I've ever had cats in my house, and I don't know how my dog's going to handle this, so I have to obviously lock my dog up. So he literally brings in a box of fucking kittens in a, like, a, like a, a stove box. <laughs> and he puts them. He's like, they'll just stay in here. All right, hit record. And a, we literally were hanging out, and we hit the record button, and the cat's hand pops up like Jason fucking returns. <laughs> and they just fucking bust out of the box and just start running around the house. And um, he's like, nah, we'll figure it out. Let's just do the show. And, like, there's cats fucking running and jumping. <laughs> Amazingly, he homed all of those cats. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think people were probably just like, oh, we got to take these cats so Randy doesn't have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were so adorable. The funniest was he brings these cats to then Steve's apartment. Steve Fulton is a uh, deathly allergic to cats. <laughs> Kendra is just cuddling this cat in bed with her and steve has his hoodie like cart like kenny from south park zip tight his eyes are swollen shut he's like kendra please get that cat out of our bed i'm not gonna be able to sleep there i'm i'm allergic to cats dogs and i found that i'm allergic to my bunny but i love cats and dogs and i have a bunny yeah. and i'll put them all in my bed i'll be like i'm gonna hate this later but what happens i love you right now i uh my eyes get scratchy and you know it, it gets a little bit hard to breathe i get real phlegmy you know the fun stuff it's nothing i won't die i'm a little yeah. bit allergic to but my cat it's really they're too cute to not take <laughs> claritin every day it's <laughs> just like i'll take a medication for you buddy i don't even take anything i'm like i'm gonna love this cat and just be miserable so i know he was doing a giveaway here on the chat but i don't know if we have anybody but we do have um the cheese foot logo we have the Cheesefoot uh, red and white ball, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And these are all available on T-shirts as well, right? When you, when you got to collect them all. Yeah. This is this looks is just like a dinosaur made of cheese. And cheese it's holo- dino. And it's holographic, like a Charizard. Uh, uh, when you're a rug rat, you love that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And these are all available on uh, Teespring as well. If you go to your Facebook page, you can see this, right? Yes, sir. And this one's just the Bigfoot, the Big Cheesefoot. Of cheese. Also holographic like yeah. Charizard. Charizard Rare Edition. And then we got these cool bumper stickers. Look at this thing. Dumb long. One when that foot. first came in, I said, holy shit, why are these so big? Like, I knew the dimensions when I ordered it. Um, and like I said, you could order all this stuff off his website or if we're doing a giveaway. so if Stickers you said- are always free. If you see this and you want any stickers, just hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pornhub, whatever you got. You search the cheese foot on it. I'll oh. be on there. Dave has stickers as I'll well. You can, you can hit him up. He has yeah. his little Three his as little, well. His little holographic polywag. <laughs> See, I did that because of the A. Yeah. See that? And then his decapitated head. Oh, that's one of my favorites. And again, and then stickers are always free. If you want them, you just ask me and I give it to you. I have stickers as well. But I, I I've been giving them away to my guest. But if you if you hit me up in between there, oh, I don't know um, you sure. can uh, you can get one of these as well. These are but you can order stickers as well on Teespring if you if you don't if you don't ever if you're not from around here and you just want to order it to be done with. Um, what else do I got over here? Oh, I have the big head. 
There it is here. Oh, <laughs> They're so funny. I love them. <laughs> Can we? That's not Charlie Day. That's uh, that's Some Dave wild card. Yeah. And then and then I just got this bestowed on me today. That makes me that makes me very happy. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put profanity on my car. We have to. Yeah, that's going on there. That's I appreciate that, man. So I when um I was actually I sold pins. I collect RuneScape pins. A little bit of nerd thing. Okay. But uh, I sold pins to this guy, and it turns out he he makes vinyl for a living. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you ever need any stickers, just let me know. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I don't plan on, you know, buying any stickers. I was like, maybe. I'll have them make me some cheese foot ones at some point and we'll see how they look. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started talking about um, about guns and I was like, oh, well, I'm putting these on my, my rifle case. And uh, he's like, oh, well, what do they look like? And I sent him a picture and he's, I, was like, he's, I was like, they're not really sticking very great up. He's like, well, how old are they? I was like, six, seven years, something like that. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, you know, vinyl's only good for usually about five. He goes, so... He goes, send me a, a closer picture of that, and I'll, I'll have them made. He goes, you send me a closer picture of that, and I'll, I'll recreate it, and I'll print them out for you. I was like, oh, no shit. So he sent me five of these, and he actually sent me one where the T is reflective. So when you shine a light on it, it, like, it reflects it back. The upside-down cross. Which is yeah. awesome. It's really cool. It's oh, really cool. God, that's like, awesome. I wonder if I have a picture of it because it was so awesome. And you don't even notice it until it hits yeah. it with the right amount of light. He said that uh, he has a buddy who puts the reflective stickers on his windows. And his windows are tinted. So from the outside, you can't tell that there's a sticker there. And then when light hits it, it reflects it. Which nice. sounds really cool. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, we'll uh, we're gonna wrap it up there. But if you want to, um, the links below, I'll have these guys send me their links, and we'll we'll tag everything. But uh, you can hit you can hit Dave up on on his uh, Instagram, Facebook uh, under D Lorenzo or Dave Lorenzo, Cheesefoot under Cheesefoot Comedy, um, and then the Teespring site should be on there too, right? Yes, sir. It'd be yeah. right in there. Right in there. I gotta I gotta get this. If you order this an extra large, I'll and I'll just pick out a shirt, one of the other shirts, and I'll order you one. And we'll do a I actually trade. don't have this one made yet. You don't? Um, I'm looking. I'm actively looking for somebody else to print my things because I think I'm going to keep them on hand for a better quality shirt. Cool. Uh, Teespring, just heads up. Mm-hmm. If you get the premium shirt, though, it's like a couple bucks extra. So I sell my cla- the regular shirts for fifteen. I sell the comfort ones for twenty, and then the premium shirts. The logo quality is way better. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. It's it's a much different. I don't think I would offer anything other than that if I were to do that. Route. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I tell people like, it sucks that I'm charging someone twenty five dollars a hoodie and forty dollars forty dollars a hoodie and twenty dollars for a shirt, but the premium is just a much nicer shirt and it comes out a lot better. Hmm. So yeah, I'll check confident. it out. And I have to show you something then too because it might be the logos. I'll have to show you something when we get off. But that'll wrap it up for interviews with everyday people. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, if you check the replay out, go follow us over on Twitch. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube under IWEP Network. I believe that one's over here, right here. <laughs> um, and then uh, I pointed uh, the wrong way. Facebook, Same. Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine. Check all that stuff out. And we're here all the time doing stuff on Twitch. So if you follow us on Twitch and hit that notification or whatever it is, let you know that we're going live. You can tune in every time. Um, I think the goal is now we hit the fifty subscribers. We need the active viewers while mm-hmm. we're going. So we need that number to I go can, up. I can give you a hand on that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah, I have the subscribers. I hit the fifty. Obviously, it says right there. But we just need the. Um, 
the rest of it. But thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, and enjoying the interview. And thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Always fun to be here. We'll see you guys next time. Interviews with Everyday People. Number 81. We're done. 81. Do, do Do a one and I'll do an eight.